Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Engineer Show. This is Mr. Bold. I'm St. Jimmy. This is D. Vitty. Welcome to our once a week podcast about culture, technology, news, and media. See what you did there? Yep. <laughs> what did you do? I was once a week. No, I was wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> our fake sponsor this week is Disney on Lice. Come see this moving portrayal of your favorite Disney story. Reminds me a lot of Come see it. I'm itching to see this one. <laughs> Do they have rice for the concessions? Out me in. Uh, <laughs> you guys take the good one. Uh, so we all watched the Super Bowl together. Yes, oh, we did. At, at my house. Yeah. So I felt that. Some of the commercials would have been better if I knew who a lot of the pop culture celebrities were. Oh. Like, I could tell, like, yeah, I don't know who that is. But Post Malone? I don't even know what commercial you're referring to. Is that Stallone's daughter? No, it's a music (laughs) artist. Oh, okay. Which commercial was he in? He was the one with all the face tattoos. He's been other... Uh, was that the beer seltzer commercial? Oh, I saw that recently. I didn't okay. must not have seen it when the game was on. Yeah, so I had no idea who that guy was. And the commercial was kind of... It was okay, but the ending was kind of like... I bet if I knew who that was, this might make more sense. So we liked some of the commercials, and the rest of them we made fun of. I like the snicker There was hole. lots of making fun of. The snicker hole yeah. was good. Yeah, that was funny. But there was like a car commercial the genesis car i had no clue who those people were i don't it was like a suv it was the new luxury oh okay yeah that one didn't make sense to me either there were some funny parts at the beginning where it's like what's his name i still don't know who that is musical artist nancy kerrigan no (laughs) 
There was a little bit of funny at the beginning when she's saying, okay, guy who leans on everybody, and then it shows the guy, and she's like, lady who's had too much cosmetic surgery and looks like a robot. But then the rest of the commercial, I'm like, I don't know what they're saying here. Yeah, we had a mix of people watching the game. Some of them, some of us were there to watch the game. Me. Some people <laughs> and were there me. to watch the commercial. And some well, I was there to mock the commercials. And some, some were do three. Were there just for the, the halftime show. And the snacks. Mmm, snacks. The snacks were actually pretty good. I enjoyed them. Thought it was yummy. And it was fun to get to hang out with uh, LFG one time, one more time before he moves away. He figures his last day at work will probably be the twentieth. Oh, he having a March? February <laughs> going away party. Um, we should have a. There's a Tuesday. He's going with a bunch of guys to a bar from work, but I, we should oh. have a going away surprise party. <gasps> show up at his house. Kick the door in. His empty house. Fire. Oh. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> this place is lit. Ah. Oh. Uh, be funny. Oh, I thought you were trying to go for insurance fraud. Uh, never mind. <laughs> well, it's not fraud if he doesn't do it. Oh, because he gets then it's the just money. Arson. <laughs> no, then it's just arson. Oops, maybe we should. Uh, I'll be right. What time? Arson. So I can edit this out. So. Huh? Uh, He'll hear this and know that we're going to come by. No. He won't know when. Oh, yeah. He did say, I'll have to start listening to the show again. Yeah, I think he stopped because he gets to hear everything twice because I talked to him. But when he's moving away, maybe he'll use it. Listen to it all the time. To (gasps) keep track of us. He can go back and listen to all the past episodes. If he gets lonely for Mrs. Me. I guess. I miss D-Vitty. Um... I got my new watch. It's pretty fancy. Oh, it moves. Oh, because so it has a display behind the hands. Is it a smudge? It's a. You talk time it is when the hands move constantly. Well, you just have to wait. They don't move constantly. A smudge. So in the background, in the first three seconds I saw. It. That's because I. If you want to see what's back there and the hands in the way, you can flick it and they'll move out of the way. Uh. But then they go back to the time. So it shows like the date, the it's day of the week, one. the weather, temperature, my heart rate. Just the temperature of the weather? Temperature and the weather. Okay, inside weather? Inside temperature? No, it's the outside temperature. Where the weather is. It gets the temperature from the phone that it's Bluetooth to. Oh. So you could keep your phone outside and then you can know what temperature it is. No, the phone gets the temperature from an app. Do you guys hear about the guy that created a Google... Um, traffic jam by getting a bunch of phones yes. and putting them in a cart. <laughs> yeah. And then he pretty soon he had the whole road to himself because everyone was going around it. Right. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's what he said anyways. They didn't tell him that uh, they caught him doing a test for a bank robbery. <laughs> oh boy. And then they just had old people that don't use technology eh. driving around. Yeah, he got hit by a 90-year-old. He had 99 phones in a wagon with their locations on, going slowly <laughs> down a road and stopping. And <laughs> yeah. Those cars are really close together. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if the location is that specific. Must be a traffic wreck. Yeah. All the cars are on top of each other. <laughs> yeah, he had a 
string of wagons. We just took them all together on a string and drag them down the street. <laughs> well, some of the phones were borrowed and some were like oh. rented. Rented phones? You can do that? I I guess. And oh. I think it was East. in Germany or something. Oh. He should have had 99 red balloons. Uh, it could start a war. Oh, boy. Everyone could be Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know anything about that song? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just thinking about the lyrics, trying to get to that part. They're all in German. Yeah. yeah. There's an English version also. Yeah, but who wants to listen to that? It's fine. You know what they're talking about. I know yeah. they're talking about another one. You do? Somewhat. Balloons. Oh, did you know some German? <laughs> a little bit. Bleistiftspitze. Uh, <laughs> that means pencil sharpener. Oh, okay. I was going to say that's what she said, but I, <laughs> that would be funny or not. <laughs> Zeitung. Um, I only worked like 50 hours this week. What? what? That's crazy. 10 more than me. It was weird. And I'm taking this, I don't have to work at all this weekend. That's awesome. I think I'm working for a couple hours on Saturday, maybe. Just a couple? Yep. Is it even worth it? Four? Yeah. Oh, four. You get up, is... go to normal time, and then yeah. you get home before your family gets up? Yeah, that's <laughs> fun. I worked on... I helped my son-in-law and shed some more. Oh. How's it coming? So when I got over there, they had got the framing done and one of the walls... Sheathed? Sheathed. Mm. So I helped them put sheathing on the other two, two of the other walls. We didn't do the one that's going to have the big door on it yet. And then we decided we'd do a slanted roof with one angle. A shed roof is what that's called. Yes. And so we framed up one side to be a little bit higher. Nice. And then I had brought my laptop, so we booted up SketchUp. Nice. <laughs> Which is not the <laughs> best program to use for this, but <laughs> we used it to design our roof, how we wanted to do the trusses. I used to use, use it to design roofs too, but like all the different angles and stuff of the actual roof and up uh, the structure underneath. So we ended up figuring out what kind of wood we needed and I, I decided to cut flat spots on it so it would sit nicely in place and then we could screw it in hmm. cool so anyway then we went to bird mouth so you'd kind of notch I don't know what it's called they called it. a bird mouth it's called a moose horn since I have never designed a roof like that or did you design it in an overhang about it yeah, it overhangs by a foot. Okay. Ooh. On the down side, on the upside, it was about six inches. So we figured out what kind of, what, how much lumber we needed, so we went and got a lumber. They lumbered over to the lumber yard. And, but then it was dark by the time we got back. Oh. Check our local listings. So I came back the following morning <gasps> at 8 a.m. What? And we, it was still dark. No, it was light. <laughs> I think sunrise is like six or seven thirty right now or something. It might be a little earlier than that, but anyway, it was light out, so we did some sawing. I had my jigsaw out, which is doesn't work. It was puzzling extremely well on two by fours. Oh, I was kind of close. 
Seven twenty nine. You should have borrowed a, one of my chop saws. You have two multiple ones. I do now. I've got one. Well, it, it worked. What we heard. Do you have another one? <laughs> I got one from LFG. You had another one besides? Oh, I guess I didn't take his because I already had one. Anyway, That's right. yeah. the one he gave me is way nicer than my old one. I'm gonna get rid of. <clears throat> we got most of the. We got the diagonal pieces up, and then there were some cross beams and other supports we're going to put in later. But I brought my giant tarp, and it was big enough to cover the entire roof. Oh. Apparently, it didn't do real well in keeping all the water out hmm. because we didn't wind didn't put sheathing on the the extra framing on the one side, so it just blew right in there. But oh, I get you. Um, I'm planning to go back this weekend and help him finish it up, hopefully. Cool. So, yep, it was just uh, some father-in-law, son-in-law time. Nice. Because my daughter was off. I think she was... It's called gallivanting. I think she was um, doing another panel at some kind of little con- Comic-Con somewhere. Oh. And she has a dog-walking or sitting business or something. Her dog-walking clients? Dog-sitting? I don't know. <laughs> She wasn't around. (laughs) That's pretty much what I thought gallivanting meant. That's what I thought. Going from place to place, seeking out entertainment and amusement. I had some great times with uh, just me and my father-in-law, usually fixing vehicles and stuff. Helped them build a uh, cover for their back porch. Helped them repair a rotten fence board or fence post. Nice of you. Yeah. Ooh. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I got my full part for my my truck to fix it. Oh, good. Did you fix it? Not yet. Oh. I got home and made dinner. Mm-hmm. And then played Minecraft and listened to YouTube for an hour, and then you guys showed up. Oh. Cool. We had a very delicious... Um, stuffed meatloaf with JoJo's. Whoa. You stuffed the meatloaf with um, shredded pepper jack. Mm-hmm. Mm. You fold that over and then there's a sauce that goes over it. It's ketchup and mustard and um, <clears throat> fry sauce Ew. stuff. But then you put the extra cheese on the top and melt it slightly and then you top it with um, onions and peppers. It's really yummy. Leave off the condiments or replace them with barbecue sauce, and I'm there. <laughs> so I've had uh, some training at work this week. Oh. starts at the time I usually arrive at work, and it's across the other side of the workplace, so it takes like 15, 20 minutes to get there. Whoa. So I've had to go into work early this whole week, and then that means I get to come home early. Oh, nice. Which has been really nice since... My wife has been home all week. Whoa. Because there's some kind of power outage at her workplace. Oh. So, um, so the first day she went in and got her work laptop so she can bring it home because she had, even though it was shut down, she still had some things that had to be done. Hmm. So she's been, she worked at home for her. Oh, I wish I could work at home. Wednesday. Oh, that'd be so nice. And then Thursday she just took off because... She finished all the stuff that was urgent to get done. Hmm. And it sounds like 
she can go to work tomorrow, but late. I don't know what would cause the power outage for the place she works to be out for almost. Let's say I blew up a transformer or something and there was a buried lion that could. I don't know, but it was pretty crazy. Hmm. <laughs> so anyway, she's been home when I got home. Nice. Or they kept on telling the college, we'll have someone there between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. And they kept on missing. Tuesday to Sunday. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot at work about, like, active shooter training. Oh, uh-huh. And I made a comment today in a meeting where we were talking about it again. And there's several people that were discussing, well, I think if there was a shooter, they would do this. And I was like, I think we should make a list of everyone that's telling us how a shooter thinks. <laughs> <laughs> they should be... And someone's like, well, I haven't said anything. It's like, yeah, but you're quiet, so you should go on the list, too. We, we had the topic turn to, what if we are all hiding in the boss's office and we're in there for so long that somebody has to go to the bathroom? And what That's where ours turned to also, is the bathroom problems. Was, in that case, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're <laughs> in trouble. <laughs> I volunteered someone's cubicle for the potty corner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they've said my office is basically no good as a hiding spot because even with the doors locked, you could easily just kick, oh yeah, kick it's the wall windows, down. Right? Oh, that, and <laughs> it's just foam core That's walls, horrible. and the one by the door has already been damaged by a. With all the machinery JLG. running, you probably wouldn't even hear it if someone was walking around shooting people. Yeah, it depends on the day. What's going on? Like, yeah, we we're like, well, is there a way we could secure the doors? Be like, well, we could buy these fancy things. I was like, just put a wedge under it. Yeah. They're like, oh, that would probably work. Well, I have a four foot long piece of copper pipe to defend myself with. I've got a giant four foot long reciprocating blade that's like, <laughs> oh, nice. Four inches wide. You should yeah. put, a, <laughs> put it on a spear handle. You had to fight in your cubicle. What would you use for also have a, this model? Also of the have, a pound, I have a five pound uh, ball peed hammer, too. Nice. I have a 3D printed Star Destroyer. It's kind of pointy. <laughs> so I have my hole punch, the big hole punch, the big metal. <laughs> With a handle, you can swing. Oh, we also have a paper cutter. You just oh. rip that off there and you got a Yeah, machete. like on that movie, oh, wow. Faculty. But last time we had like a, a false alarm at work or whatever, um, LFG was actually carrying around that saw blade. He came around the corner and our boss was like, whoa, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I'm glad you're on our side. I'm on patrol. I was like, well, maybe everyone should just treat each other nicer. That way you're less likely to be one of the targets. Yeah. Uh, it's anyway. not worth it. It was funny. At one point they're like, well, what if someone wants to leave? Do we take apart the barricade? And I was like, there's a window. Just push them out. <laughs> you can't come back in. And then there's also discussion. Well, what if, you know, you can hear gunshots, but then you see one of your coworkers like 10 steps down the hall would you wait for them to get in the room i was like no <laughs> so I was like would it be awkward afterwards it's like you probably wouldn't survive when they, when they asked what kind of weapons you have in your cubicle um the texan's like well i'll just grab my gun <laughs> there's a couple of texans in my office oh now, so. He was joking that he doesn't have a gun at work, but... I thought we should like, make... That is the exact Texan... Mentality. Well, they said you should think of improvised weapons. I was like, maybe we should make improvised weapon stickers so they're easily identifiable weapons. <laughs> Stick them on everything. And they were talking about moving filing cabinets, and this guy that's really short and kind of small of stature got called out as, well, he can't help move stuff. What if he's like... Oh. Wow. It's harsh. 
Uh, yeah, one of the discussion points was, what if what if your coworker is like frozen in fear? When do you leave him or yep. bring him? And Anode. somebody's like, I'll oh, just throw him over my shoulder. Then he can act as a shield. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> well, it, yeah, it was interesting. But I know my son when they did their practice at school, mm-hmm. they taught him all to go to the far corner of the classroom, and he like went next to the door. And the teacher's like, "What are you doing? You're supposed to be over here at the class." He's like, "There's a window in the door. They can all see you." <laughs> I'm gonna stand over here where they can't see me. That's D and D thinking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, what if he has an area effect weapon? <laughs> in the past for the training they've shown videos and there was a video showing them hiding next to the door right so that you couldn't look through the window and see them so mm. last time we had the false alarm we covered up our windows and our doors with and they're still covered so oh. <laughs> I asked for um tint that goes on the windows of my oh, office so you can see out but you can't see in oh. that'd be smart then they won't see making faces at them as they walk by oh yeah it would be, it'll make things less awkward. It's easier to sneak up on you now that you're boss retired. Your you? hmm? They've been trying to put posters up to cover Yeah, that's right. I know, I take them down because I want to see out. <laughs> I told somebody that. They thought that was the funniest thing. There's like a stack of these posters I, somewhere. I do have They're them. like, where are the posters going? <laughs> there, I have a stack of posters next to my filing cabinet. Somebody came in with these little like eight and a half by 11 size, but they were on poster board. Like, hey, where do you, we need to hang up some of these, I, don't, I think they were like, think before you click. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, we uh, we have a spot on the other side of that cubicle over there where we hang stuff like that. <laughs> it's in the riggers area. <laughs> so they went over there and hung it up. And it was up there for a few days. <laughs> and then somebody colored in the C on click. So it said, think before you lick. <laughs> thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. People think they're clever. <laughs> like all the signs where you're not, stuff you're not supposed to put in the toilets oh, or whatever. Yeah. They've been added to and modified. Yeah. If anyone puts like a passive aggressive sign on the fridge, your mom doesn't work here. And then people are like marking it up, correcting mm-hmm. grammar and stuff. It's pretty funny. Oh, we got a new suicide hotline poster right in front of the urinal I use the most. It's like... Thanks for depressing me. <laughs> if you're in trouble, call this number. <laughs> well, it's funny because it has the phone number and the last four digits is a word. And then they put oh, the no. regular numbers behind it in parentheses. I'm like, yeah, that would, if they didn't do that, that would make it worse. If you're like trying to like tile the number and you keep getting it wrong, you're like, dang it. It's not worth uh. it. One eight hundred hopeless. Oh man! Should we move on to nerdy culture? Let's do nerdy culture. Okay. So I think you guys have heard of Gundam. Yes, the robots. I thought you were talking the dance. No, (laughs) that's that's a South Korean thing. That's Gungan. That's Gungan. No, Gungans are Star Wars <laughs> characters. I know. So there is a there was a TV series that started in 1979. I, I think it was called Normal Suit Gundam. But it's 
spawned a huge. I had a giant. Gundam video game on that came with one of my computers I bought at one Apparently point. It's the 14th highest grossing media franchise of all time. Whoa. <laughs> and it's super big in Japan. It's like a. It's almost like on the level of Star Wars in the U.S. Wow. Gundam and. So when did they ruin it? I was <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> The thing is, they haven't ruined it like they did. The, oh, Ryan Johnson was kept away from it? The Gundam prequels were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All the spinoffs. Um, it might, you might think of it as like an inspiration for like other... Robots. Robot, giant robots like Voltron or Pacific Rim. Or maybe even Transformers. I don't know. There's some giant robots. Yeah. Maybe. I wouldn't put There's it one that looked closer to the Gundam robots in the anime I watched recently. So anyway, they they have oh wow my battery's almost dead so I better oh boy talk fast <laughs> at least I'll get through my talking points first so they have all these like Gundam like they have Gundam statues and stuff in Japan and different exhibits with Gun featuring Gundam well there's gonna be a new one and it's gonna be at Gundam Factory Yokohama so basically. It's going to be a life-size Gundam robot that's 60 feet tall. Whoa. 18 meters. At about 25 tons. And it's going to be able to walk and move its arms and fingers and do all kinds of stuff. But they can program it. That's not the only 60-foot-tall robot in Japan. I don't think 60 feet is 18 meters. I may have written something down. It's close, right? Check it out. Check it out. So I was watching that 60, James May our band in Japan, feet, and they went to one where there was a big meters. robot, and he had a like a giant like Nerf ball shooter. Eighteen? How is that possible? Well, yeah, three times meters. thirty or ten is thirty plus three times eight is twenty-four, so that's fifty-four. That's so I can twenty see yard. Oh, so, I guess that makes sense. Okay. So they're going to build it and have it finished by October of twenty twenty. And have the exhibit open for a whole year. And so there'll be a, a robot viewing center, an exhibition center. When do I get to drive it? Robotics lab, conference facilities, shops, cafes, all kinds of stuff centered around this. Um, so there's there's going to be a lot of engineering challenges that go into this. It sounds like they already have different companies that are going to do different parts of the robot. <laughs> but one of the challenges is making... Like the fingers and the hands light enough that when it moves its arm, it's not going to break off or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was wondering, what would you need with a sixty-foot-tall robot? Uh, the washing. Oh, what would you use it for? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, crushing cars. Demolition work. Oh yeah, like on uh, punch through buildings. iRobot. Yeah, that was probably a 60-foot-tall robot. So the purpose of this robot is just to push engineering and get people interested. So it's like the Eiffel Tower of robots. Yeah, or like the moon landing of robots. Well, obviously, you'd have to build two so they could fight. Well, they already have um, big robots that fight each other. Like the Megabots. They had a Megabots competition. I think the U.S. won one right. of those. Huh. But they had different robots fighting each other. Um, I haven't seen it, but I heard it's... I mean, I guess it's cool to watch, but it's kind of anti... 
Because you just like sever somebody's hydraulic line and they can't move anymore. Push it over and I oh. back up and I don't know. Yeah, BattleBots is way more exciting than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've read something that one's like, yeah, we didn't use all our weapons because we didn't want to harm the pilot and the other robot. <laughs> That's smart. Probably a good idea. There was the a flamethrower we kept the flamethrower in. Yeah. From know. the 80s or something with oh, giant robots that were had a person inside controlling them. No. I know what you're talking about, yeah. They could, like, make the hand fly off and hit the other robot. And... Um, was that a cartoon? No, it was, no, it was live the, action. I what it was called. I we can um, find it. Let's see. Real Steel. No, it was way older than that. 80s live action robot movie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> robot jocks? That doesn't look right. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe yeah, I it think does. it is. I think that that's picture it. looks yep. right. Oh, I remember that. I, that's, yeah, so that was probably. I saw that not that long ago. Inspired by the gun, gun, gun. Yeah. So, um, the I don't know if you're familiar with Dynasty Warriors video games. Oh yeah, I have seen my nephews play it. They had a Gundam one where it was oh. the same setup, but everybody was robots. So when I was in junior high, my friends that I hung out with at lunch at school played had a role-playing game that they played. Nerds. Yes. <laughs> Similar to Dungeons and Dragons, but it had to do with... Robots. Giant robots. Oh. Or the name of it or anything. I never played it with them, but I heard them talking about it all the time. But I bet that was inspired. 80s robot role-playing game. Like they had books that showed all the different kind of robots and stuff. Commandroids. Robotech. Robotech. Uh, just kidding. Just, it says the role-playing game. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that might be it. We'll see. We're Wikipedia-ing it. Uh, 86 to 95. Yeah, yeah that's probably it. Because it was like when I was in 7th and 8th grade. Uh, that's the perfect time for RPGs too. They were really in their heyday. Although we're in a new heyday also right now. There's so many different ones. It was a modified version of the rule system used in the Palladium fantasy role-playing game. Clearly patterned after Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Huh. So, Mike, Carl, um, whatever the other kid's name was, if you're listening, I Sometimes I'd sit at your table with you, I think. In junior high? No, in high school. Oh, this was junior high. Oh, junior high. We'd sit in the hallway and talk about Robotech. Hmm. Interesting. I think I went to three different middle schools. I went to two. Anyway, so what would you use your giant 18-meter-tall robot to do... Public um, executions. Oh, Whoa. Wow. <laughs> active shooter response. Uh, active shooting. Um, finding parking spots. I'm more of a passive shooter. <laughs> parking spot for you? <laughs> no, moving cars out of the way so I can park somewhere. <laughs> I would put a saddle on it and ride it. Ooh, shopping at Walmart. <laughs> I wonder if the robot's arms would be so heavy already that it'd be hard for it to pick up anything without the arms falling off. Just make them shorter, like a T-Rex. 
Why do you think T-Rex's arms are so short? I would worry about the ability, too. Tail. That's what the tail's for. Yeah, just give it a tail. Does it have to be humanoid? <laughs> <laughs> the large, it's like a dinobot. Dinosauroid. But the giant robot I saw on that that's in Japan, the way the feet worked is it would hydraulically push down wheels that would slide forward, and then they'd suck back in, so it would gain footing and then move the other one forward. Hmm. I don't know if they're going to do that with this one. And they had a giant, like, the arm was basically a giant cannon that would shoot big, like, tennis balls. But the smaller robot. Not regular sized tennis balls? No, they were pretty big, I think. Oh, giant tennis balls. Giant tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a indoor soccer ball. No. Oh. Maybe it wasn't that Oh, big. that'd be cool. Pulling balls? That'd be dead <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> that's exactly what it was supposed to be mimicking. And that's nerdiculture. Cool. All right, for technology, we're going to talk about not no robots. <laughs> what? Um, so just every day when I get home, I have missed calls and messages on my phone. Oh. A lot of them are like... Oh, I played the game Missed before. Robocalls? They're, yeah, so one today... I Gundam calls? I just had the last part of the message because they start... The robot starts talking while it's telling them that I'm not there. And it's saying, your social security is going to be prosecuted if if you don't call this number. It's like, (laughs) you're not even using correct English terms. So it's, but it's every day. They should plug it into like the Jordan Peterson AI speaking thing. (laughs) So you think that somebody famous is calling you? So there have been billions of robo calls annoying us and they're scams. They want you to call and they're tr- trying to get you to give them your bank account information because they say, oh, they just need $15. You give them your bank account number and then they take all the money out. So they're, Smart. they're cheap to execute because you just program a computer to call all these numbers and then if you get a few people that are dumb enough to fall for it or Which, you know let's be honest there's a few there has to be otherwise they wouldn't do it right um so the government is trying to crack down on these now it seems like they've just let them go for Who quite a while <laughs> Well, part of, the, raise funds. part of the problem is a lot of these come from overseas, so oh, it's hard yeah. for the for the local government to go after an overseas person, and it could just be somebody in their house. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's I would support that. Send a Gundam over. Send the seals. Yeah, like the leopard seal. You don't have to kill them; just take their hands. So, so what they've been doing is a lot of these phone calls now are voice over IP. Do some installations in their fingers so if they touch a computer it like electrocutes it. <laughs> um, so they use voice over IP which is basically using the internet to make phone calls. VoIP scoop! And they can make it look like it's any phone number they want. So Yeah, they usually pick one that's your local area. Yeah, they use your area code and your prefix. Which would we moved to where we live, the state we live in, we lived in a different area code. Yeah. And then we moved here, and I don't know anyone that lives in that area code that's going to call me. So if I see a number that's right. not in my wife's, I know that's not yeah. a legit call. Um, 
So just Sometimes they'll even call from your own number, so it starts ringing. It says voicemail. It's like what? I think my wife got a call from me once, or my phone. Whoa! And my phone, I leave in the car. Yeah, parking ride, and I was really nervous that someone had broken into my car and stolen my phone. But I got there and it's fine. Hmm. Just happened to randomly pick my number, I guess. I had my credit card company call me uh, last week and say that there was like a weird that they were a, a prince card. from Africa that wanted no. to. Oh. There's a weird charge on my card, and uh, they wanted. They said, well, they first they started sending. They sent a text message. And then they said they were going to call me, and I didn't answer because I didn't know if someone was spoofing their number. So I went and just called them directly mm-hmm. and told them, and they said, oh, yeah, we do have this weird thing on record. And they're like, is it legit? I'm like, nope. I'm like, okay. Shut it down, and then we'll send you a new card tomorrow. And the new one showed up in the mail the next day. Wow. Yeah, I've had that happen cool before. Cool beans. Um, so the tack they're taking to shut this down is those voice over IPs eventually have to connect to our country's phone network and they're going through specific companies. And so the FTC, which is the Federal Trade Commission, is fining those companies for allowing all these cards or calls. They're saying by the... The usage of this, you can tell that these are scam calls, so you should be shutting them down. Um, and there's some, they're they're actually violating some FTC rule, so it's it's legit that they're getting fined. I worked for a place that was had a problem where people were somehow getting access to our company's phone system, and we're calling long distance from it, like overseas. So Weird. our company was getting long distance charges. Huh. That were happening like after and no one was there. Interesting. That was really strange. Um They should use Gundams to take care of them. Yeah. That's all I use my sixty foot Gundam with for. Yeah. Take out robocallers. Yes. So what I do to protect myself is I set up do not disturb on my phones. And then I set exceptions so that if you're in my contacts list, it will ring. Otherwise, it won't ring. And if it's like an emergency... That's why I can never get a hold of you. You're in my contacts. <laughs> well, if you're I calling, never know which phone to call. They have two of them. Well, like, I usually ah, have pick one. both. But, um, you also, if, traffic you, jams, aren't you? if you call my phone twice within 15 minutes, it will ring. So if like oh, okay. MJ was tr- stuck somewhere without her phone and borrowed a phone, she could get through to me. She knows your number? Yeah, because I've had it since like 2002. Huh. You're old. She doesn't have know my other phone number. I don't even know that one. Yeah. I have it on a sticky note at work. Um... But my main phone, yeah, I've had for a long time. And I don't want to change my phone number, which having your phone for a long time leads to getting lots of spam calls, I think. But, yeah, I don't know. If I got a new number and it was one that somebody had had previously, you'd still get the spam numbers. But then you'd get other people that think that you're the person that had the phone previously. Yeah. And then they'll ask you, well, where are they? 
I have no idea. <laughs> I liked it when I had someone text me wanting to, to exchange money for drugs. Whoa. <laughs> if I did kept up, I was, was I tried to tell them it wasn't who they thought it was. If I'd gotten one more, I decided I was going to take my phone to the police station. <laughs> Say, whoever had this number before was a dealer. Or uh, Oxy. That's I what they wanted. High school student text me, and I told him, I'm not this person. They don't believe you. Right, they didn't believe me. <laughs> Like, they said I'm in your algebra class. Like, well, I'm going to punch you in the head tomorrow. It's like, well, your girlfriend's here with me, so. <laughs> oh, I should have messed with them. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm not in your algebra class. <laughs> yeah, I took calculus in high school. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. Um, Awkward silence. <laughs> I got three messages once from a temp agency saying, hey, if I... You know, you haven't replied to this job oh, offer. That's and horrible. So I finally called the guy back and said, "Hey, the guy you're trying to get a hold of is not at this number, and I've had this number forever." He's like, "Oh, sorry," because it sounded like this guy was really in need of a of work, right. and the guy was getting exasperated because he couldn't, he wasn't oh, getting a call that's, back. That's horrible. So I was just like, "Sorry," you know. I felt bad for the guy he was trying to get a hold of, and and for the guy that was calling. And that's, you know, stopped the calls. He did call one more time, like two weeks later. We had, there was a misprint or something that our phone number when we lived in Portland in our apartment was like a, like a trucking (laughs) hub thing. (laughs) And we were constantly getting calls for it. Oh man. So, and it's funny that people don't believe you. Yeah. I'm just (laughs) messing with you that this, so annoying. I don't like phones. (laughs) We know. I've actually gotten better at phones mm-hmm. the last yes. couple of years. Now you send gifts on the phones. I do. I, my wife and kids got me to do that. Well, what I tell people is if you call and I don't answer, text or something. Oh, I would, then I always just call your wife. Or leave a message. Because your wife always has her phone. Yeah. Like I did this past Saturday. Yeah. So <laughs> the reason that my you couldn't get a hold of me... For some reason, my phone was in airplane mode. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. I must have accidentally hit it. That's but funny. That's a rare thing when you can't get a hold of me. And that's technology. Awesome. So I've got a new story. It's a little bit dated. It's from 1945. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's before we were born. Before our parents were born. So when Germany invaded Austria... They, uh, there was a castle in Austria called yeah. Schloss Eter, which means castle eater, basically, I-T-T-E-R. And uh, they leased it from the owner, leased it in air quotes, and forced him to let him use it. And they turned it into basically a subset of Dachau, the prison, and they kept high-ranking French officials there. Oh. like the And some of them didn't like each other. In fact... They end up splitting up in like three groups that just like hated each other, right? Trump and Pelosi, <laughs> right? And exactly. <laughs> and one of them was like a general that had fought pretty hard for the French to try to resist the German invasion, and another one that had immediately surrendered. And those two didn't get along very well at I all. I bet. Um, but the Germans didn't want to take care of the castle, and the French high-ranking officials didn't know how to do that. So they also brought in some. Um, Knights of the Peasant prisoner, or you know, not a not important prisoner, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> to do the maintenance and provide like um, food service and stuff. Yeah, 
Well, when Hitler killed himself, um, the guy that was the head of Dachau, the overall one, shot himself in the chest and then in the head to finish himself off because he didn't kill himself when he shot him in the... But um, right after that, during the night, the SS officers or the prison guards just left the castle. So the French guys woke up with no guards. and But they knew that there was other SS um, troops around that were just roaming the countryside, just killing as many people as they could, well, resisting the um, surrender orders or whatever. Um, so they sent one of the... Uh, the plebes, no, one of the guys that wasn't a, a big official who was, I think, knew the area on a bicycle to try to get help. So, right. So we went, he pedaled 20 miles where he ran into a German Wehrmacht group, which um, their captain, his name was uh, Major Josef, I can't see his name, Gangle, I think. But he was disaffected with the Nazis, had been for years, but at this point, having, you know, the fear dead, he was, they're basically not fighting, they're not doing anything, but he offered to help. Hmm. So he took his small group of people that were under his command, and they raised a white flag, and he knew where the Americans were, or had a pretty good idea, so they just approached the Americans that were, you know, moving their way towards Germany. Um, Luckily, they had the white flag up because they found the... 23rd Battalion, 12th Armored Division. And one of the guys, a name, uh, Captain Jack Lee Jr., said he would help. So they took two Sherman tanks and a couple men and were heading towards the castle. Well, on the way there, they lost one of the tanks, had to leave it because they hit a booby trap or something. Hmm. So they arrived with the tanks, you know, um, and the French were happy to, kind of happy to see someone probably, but there was only 28 people that came to help them. And they figured there's a lot more SS than that. And the SS did attack shortly after the help got there. Hmm. Um, 100 to 150 of them were attacking the castle. And they even uh, had anti-tank rockets that they blew up the one tank um, and were attacking the castle. Um, They had weapons because the Germans were in the castle left. They're like the princess of right. the other castle. <laughs> but they ran out of ammunition. Oh, no. And so they just kept on retreating farther and farther inside the castle. Mm-hmm. And the the Germans were setting up a large, I think, anti... Wooden badger. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-vehicle oh. um, machine gun, like probably on a big mount, oh. to blow open the main wood doors. Um, when somebody in the castle looked down and yelled, The Americans are coming! And the SS cut bait and ran. <laughs> nice. Um, and they Are had they seen really somebody, coming? yes. Oh. <laughs> the guy on the bike had continued on and ran into another American group. Oh. And uh, told him what was happening. And they probably heard over um, radios or whatever about the other tanks that went. So somebody took some a detachment of men and they went to help and arrived just in the nick of time to save everybody. <laughs> um, now this castle, um, after the war... Someone bought it to try to make it a high-end hotel, which failed because it's, it's like way out in the middle of nowhere. Oh. <laughs> and it's not a, I mean, it's a cool-looking castle. I'm actually designing uh, plans to build it in Minecraft. Um, but so it failed there. And then it, apparently um, in the 80s, I think, a doctor purchased it. And now it's like his private property. And they don't have a lot of visitors. But 
Oh. Um, it is the only case in World War II where Americans and Germans fought together, like on the same side. Oh, yeah. And it was, they call it the last war of World War, or battle of World War II. Hmm. That's the news. Is this where they filmed? Or the olds? The olds. <laughs> oh. We should change your segment to the DVD's history. This day in, this. This DVD in history. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, there you go. This DVD in history. I'll see. I want to see if they filmed any movies there. I don't know. It would be a good movie. The Last Battle. Oh, there you go. Was it filmed there, though? And Or was it just about that battle? It's based on it. <laughs> this happened to be the movies before the actual <laughs> event. That'd be funny. <laughs> oh, and after they were rescued by the American troops, immediately the Wehrmacht were arrested and sent to a prisoner of war camp. The only time in history American troops have defended a medieval castle from a sustained attack of enemy forces. The problem with castles is the reason they went out of favor as being like a stronghold was um, gunpowder. Mm. They're not the greatest at defending against uh, explosives or gunpowder yeah. based weapons. Hmm. Interesting. Castle Eater. So I'm designing a Minecraft plans. Based on just a picture I found. Oh. I think nobody in there has, well, I guess, creepers. I don't play in the... Oh, you just play creative now? Yeah, I just do um, civil engineering projects in Minecraft. <laughs> oh. Architectural projects. LFG <laughs> was playing this version of Minecraft. Oh, yeah. The Skyblock. Sky block. Yeah. It looked insanely... My kids play that. ...hard. Not hard, just tedious. You start on an island and there's nothing else. There's like a, it's got a one tree, tree, a bucket of lava. A uh, bucket of water. No, or think, there's water somewhere. Yeah, somehow you get water. And you have to like create granite with the lava and the water. And then eventually you can get to other think, pieces yeah, of he showed land. Yeah, show me the initial setup of it. He was like running through it real quick. And he's like, first you take down the tree or part of the tree, and you hope that it drops a sapling, because otherwise you just start over, because <laughs> you don't have a tree. You There's other to, islands, I guess, you can get to. They have other Well, and you can them. build out, and then you can make dirt somehow. No, there's like, you're out in the middle, like, there's nothing. Oh, it's it, like... You're floating you're in, in space. Oh, okay, I was thinking, oh, island in the water. No. You can just, watch videos on YouTube. My kids watch those too. Yeah, so do mine. It's like... It's I, nuts. I don't have the patience for that, but... Yeah, I just like like you, to build. You just have a bucket of lava. There's a chest with a few things in it, including a bucket of lava. But you have to dump the lava out so you can have the bucket so you can make more water. I think there's a way with the sea cucumber to make oh, that's an right. infinite water supply. But what about lava? <laughs> you p- use the lava and to make water granite. And it hit together and make granite. Right, but then you used your lava. Then you can pick it back up. The lava in the Water, if you break the granite and take it, it will make more indefinitely. Oh. So you put them so they're, yeah, so they're yeah. creating their, you know, their streams away from themselves. So you don't oh, put them okay. on the, gotcha. you don't combine the source block because that makes granite, mm-hmm. not granite, it makes um, obsidian. 
And you start with a certain amount of obsidian too, because I don't think. <laughs> that's a very small. I yeah, <laughs> it's that's smaller than we probably met or said. It's that is literally how you start. But you could apparently everything you can't make by combining or figuring out how to work stuff together, you is in a chest somewhere. So there's other islands you can go to that are the same size, but you have to get build to them. Yeah, and then people, you can eventually build large platforms with farms and <laughs> stuff. He made like a thing, a the, spawner yeah, where mobs. the mobs fall far enough that they die. Oh, yeah. So you can collect a bunch of resources that way. Oh, he made one where you can you turn, you can get cheaper deals by trading with the. Um, what are they called? Oh, villagers. Villagers. You by have making to, zombies, and then you have to spawn zombies, turn them into villagers, and oh, that's then what it was. turn them back to zombies and back again, and then they're they'll trade cheaper, <laughs> like really cheap stuff. Oh, yeah, it's actually. I mean, that's perfect type of game for LFG. Yeah, he said nice he got really far, out. and then it like glitched yeah. out. Well, oh, no. it's the same thing happened to me. I was playing also when they updated the software and it just like crashed and booted you out. Uh-huh. Well, then you go back in, it warns you, do you want to make a backup? Cause it's now a newer version. Mm-hmm. I always said no. And it's like, nah, I know what I'm doing, which he did the same thing and it corrupted his file. Oh no. He was actually showing me in there cause it wouldn't load anything. It looked like one chunk. And so he'd be running off into looks like space and he'd fall off and then it'd reload for that stuff. And he would be then out in where he was running to. Like it would fix that Weird. he hadn't fallen, but move him. <laughs> he was doing strange things. Yeah. Weird did I say that's the news? I think I did. Or the olds. That's- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're doing consumption. You're welcome. I finished Jack Ryan season two. Oh, is it good? It's all right. I like season one better. I. Is it different Jack Ryan than the, than in the books? And even from the first one, I thought, unlike I some other Jack Ryan's, I can speak with a British accent. He's not yeah, a. This one took place in Venezuela. Oh. And you've got a despotic ruler that is um, trying to stay in power, and so, yeah. Anyway. What kind of stuff happens? Bug me though is the people that are trying to take power that are the good guys or like socialists or something. And sometimes, certain times, some are, are talking about how it's capitalism that went wrong. I was like, <laughs> he has not actually watched the real news about Venezuela. It's like the opposite. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was yeah. The show was fake news, but <laughs> but the Jack Ryan in this one, you know, he's hooking up with what in the books becomes his wife later, like on Gates McFadden. No, it's not her, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. It would have been better. But I'm like, he was like a strong Catholic kid. I thought that people accused him of being a Boy Scout. He didn't really seem like that. He was the opposite of a Boy Scout in this yeah. season. Hmm. He was, like, he was uh, a Girl Scout. All the time. And yeah. Was, selling cookies all the time. Right. Taking people hostage and I was like, threatening people. Like that one show, 24 or something? I never watched that. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. After the first season, the second season, I was like, we we were watching it. It was good, but I think it wasn't good enough to. We haven't finished it. We haven't watched it in quite a while. 
The what? The second season. Yeah, the second season oh, of Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Oh, okay. So you haven't seen <clears throat> how it ends? No. It, Hello, Moira. Kind of <laughs> it's the Jack Ryan movie from Jack Ryan-esque type of way, mm. but all the stuff leading up to that was like, that's not in the character. From the character. It's non-canon. But it's interesting to see someone with high moral character in the whole book series going up against people with low moral character all the time, usually in politics, which just like this this does podcast. not have the... Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they've got this corrupt leader that's all been out of shape because he thinks the other party is trying to rig the election and and that's what he's doing, so yeah. it's not fair. They can't do it too. <laughs> Ends up shutting the polls down before everyone votes because some information comes out about him. And <laughs> anyway, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Anyway, um, I watched. I finished watching Men in Black International. Oh, started watching it at St. Jimmy's house. Yeah, fell fast. I forgot that came out. Um, it's got Thor in it. Mm-hmm. In fact, he picks up a hammer at one point. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah, is, isn't Liam Neeson in it? <laughs> yes. Um, it wasn't as good as the original, but it was better than the, the original sequels. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. I could get down with that. Yeah. Um, I finished A Feast for Crows. Mm. That's book four of the oh. Song of Ice and Fire series by... Our George R. R. Martin. Like, He's a double pirate. George. George. gets some flack from the fans of the series because it doesn't have any, or it doesn't have several of the main characters in it. Mm. So it doesn't have. It barely has Jon Snow in it. It doesn't have Daenerys in it. It doesn't have Tyrion in it. Those are the best characters. And what happened was he had wrote a novel that was ended up being way too big. So he decided he'd split it up. So he took all the main characters and put them in their own book and all the other side characters and put them in their own book. Oh, no. So it did have Cersei and Jamie. It had Samwell. Gamgees? Gollum. And Brienne. And, uh... Of TARDIS? So those were the characters that were covered in this one. Mm. But I thought it was good. Um, it takes a drastic turn from the show. Where the show took a drastic turn from the book. So. This book. <laughs> um, there's a certain character from the books and the show that comes back to life. <gasps> the book. Sacre bleu. TV show. Yet. Um, the show's over. Oh. So she's not coming back. So, and anyway, there was some some interesting twist <laughs> in the book, so. I heard an interesting analogy that I thought was interesting about um, Star Wars. Was it interesting? I thought so. Okay. <laughs> I said it twice, didn't I? Anyways, he's like, well, a lot of the really big Star Wars fans felt like, let's say if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. And they decide to come out with another trilogy. And Frodo comes back on the boat. And they kill him off. And his son takes over. 
He's like, if they started killing off all of the main characters from Lord of the Rings, it wouldn't take very long for big Lord of the Rings fans to be upset. Yeah. He's like, that's what Star Wars fans kind of felt like. With Game of Thrones? No, with the new Star Wars movies. They killed Jar Jar. They said, like, the book took wild different turns from... And there's also Star Wars fans have, like, years and years of novels being created. Yeah. That's what you get for reading nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if anyone's planning to read the books, but if you are, I'm going to spoil it for you. Can you skip this book? I wouldn't. Okay. I thought the book was great. Good. I mean, it's... Can you read it all by itself? Could you like take just, let's say you wanted to just pick one book out of the series if you've seen the TV show? Could you do that, or did you, should you start at the beginning and go through? You start at the I end and read backwards. That would be before. cool, like uh, Memento style. Yeah, I think if you'd seen the show before, it would probably. I did that once on accident. This up and read it because um, it when it starts, it's pretty close to the show still. Although there is something that happens at the very end of the previous book that didn't happen in the show that sets up stuff in this book. So anyway, if you if you are worried about being spoiled about the novels or the TV show, then you can skip ahead a few seconds, but basically so I know St. Jimmy hasn't watched the whole thing. I think I've only seen two episodes. Okay. But it's basically <laughs> about the the Starks and the Lannisters. Mm, yep. Are the two main families. Well, the the Lannisters end up killing the Stark's father, and so his son decides that the, gets himself declared king of the North, so breaking away from the rest of the kingdom. And him and his mother in the book and in the TV show get killed. Mm. And in the book, she comes back to life. Whoa. So there's a character in Oh, the, the mother does. Yeah, there's a character in the book Interesting. and in the show that... Um, he he belongs to one of these. There's many religions on this island, this oh. continent. He belongs to this religion, and through I don't know. Is that the red red witch, whatever the red haired no, lady. This is um, Beric Dondarrion, and he's follows that same religion, and he's got a priest with him that is able to bring him back to life every time he dies. Oh, so oh, because killed multiple times. Jon Snow comes back at one point. Right. Um, well, that's she's from. You're then. thinking of Frosty the Snow. Oh, man. that's right. He gets the magic hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so in the mo- in the show, this guy is there till the end of the series, right. And gets killed at the end. But in the book, he gives up his life force to bring Caitlyn Stark back to life. Oh, and interesting. So now she is leading the band of outlaws that are out hanging all the people that you know did the did them wrong so that was a major departure (laughs) yeah that's a lot different so anyway spoiler part over all right Um, come back in now okay (laughs) so i i ended up coming across this show on amazon prime called seamen is that the grand tour guys i didn't realize it but it is the yeah. First part of the season four of Grand Tour. Yeah, my wife and I watched it. It was very funny. So mm. when I figured out what it was, I waited for my wife because she loves the show. Right. I said, I've got a show that I know you're going to want to watch. It's like, <laughs> what is it? I'm like, do you really want me to tell you? Or you want to be a surprise? <laughs> Just tell me. 
it's a grand tour. Okay, let's watch it. So we watched <laughs> it. So instead of so it's one of their um what do they call them? Um specials. Because they're doing all specials now. They don't have the tent or anything anymore. But instead of having cars, they have boats. And hmm. Start somewhere in Cambodia, and they're trying to make it oh. to this city in Vietnam by just using boats. They also okay. now have a YouTube channel oh, do they? called um, I can't remember what it's called, but they have little snippets and things. Okay. But it was pretty good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was actually quite harrowing near the end. Oh. And I think I don't think those guys have been as scared on special <laughs> as they have were on this. The car breaks down; you don't usually drown. Right. <laughs> I would hope not. So yeah, it was entertaining. So if you see it on Amazon Prime, don't just skip over it. It's <laughs> Grand Tour. Cool. And uh, hopefully there's some more episodes. I haven't looked. But. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I didn't put this on the list because I was filling it out as I got here this evening. I watched the first episode of Picard. Oh, me too. It was for, I don't know if it still is, but. YouTube, right? It was free. The first episode was free on YouTube. And it was a very good show. Oh. I liked it way more than when I watched the first episode of Discovery. So you mentioned you might be getting the CBS All Access so you watch it? We've strongly considered it. If you do. Let me know and I'll come over and watch episodes with you. <laughs> I already had a friend from work say, hey, if you do get it, I want to come over <laughs> you and watch it. get a charged admission. Yeah, That's illegal. We do not condone charging admission to watch a... It's just admission to the house, not to watch the show. Oh. There's a cover charge. <laughs> Two drink minimum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, yeah, the charge is good. <laughs> it's good enough that I might even shell out a few bucks a month to... Watch the whole series. If you're going to have a party and you don't want people to stick around long, is it acceptable just to tell them your bathroom's out of order? Yes. All right. Good to know. Uh, it's even more acceptable if you make the bathroom out of order. Just tell them you're in trouble. Just go turn the water off. <laughs> go into the toilet. Or for those Game of Thrones fans, you're on trouble. Mm. So I finished season five of American Horror Story. Why? Oh, wow. <laughs> Not a show I would watch. This one takes place in a hotel. It's uh, so there's some amusing parts. Okay. Um, it's this hotel where if you, well, there's a vampiris in residence, played by Lady Gaga. Is she wearing meat? Uh, oh. Sometimes she doesn't wear much this one had a lot more sensuality in it it just makes me think of and video for oh yeah um (laughs) very disturbing and also if you die there and you have unfinished business you your ghost just lives in the hotel so there's ghosts that live there too california it's the hotel cortez and so it's I just about the Star Trek episode where they find the hotel thing. Oh yeah, uh, I think there's a supernatural episode like that. It seemed the season seemed really long for some reason, but it was as good as the other seasons. Each season is totally different flavor, but 
some of the same actors and actresses. Next year or next season is Strawberry. I haven't started the next season yet. How many seasons are there? Uh, I don't know. Sixty-six. Six hundred sixty-six. We'll find out. American Horror. Oops. There are eight point one. No, that's the wrong number. Hundred and three episodes. Season nine. When I first saw this, I thought they were taking Pretty Woman and turning it into a TV show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like it. It's just it takes me a long time to get through the seasons because they seem really long, and I can't watch it when the kids are around. Mm. So, but um, we've watched season one of How to Get Away with Murder. So, are you ready to? I think my wife has the season passed. My mic was not on. Didn't we do a sound check? No. What? Well, that sucks. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't me this time. So what do you want to do now? I don't know. Because your audio is not going to show up at all. You have to do your segment on your phone and send it to St. Jimmy. <sighs> Crap. We should have... <laughs> <laughs> I usually check everyone's level. And we didn't this time. I checked mine. I didn't even I was about playing it. with my pop filter too much. It kept Dang falling it. down. I'm going to fix that for you. Well, do we start over or? Not tonight. <laughs> Crap. Well, do we want to try again <laughs> this weekend? I guess. Could we... Uh, we, well, I guess he's been chiming in a lot, huh? Yes. Yeah. It will not work to... Ah! <laughs> I'll see if I can fix that for next time you come. Cause I should... What if we 3D printed something that hooked on here that connected to this? So then you got oh, yeah, we could do that. Worry about the... So it's not attached to the arm. It you just spin it around and keeps it at the right distance. You need to tighten it onto that thing. There you go. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm stopping well, this. Well. You're not gonna overwrite the other file. No. All right. So, how to get away with murder is about this group of law students and their teacher. The teacher selects like a group of her students to come work for her as legal aides and do like interviews with witnesses and just like paralegal type stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they get caught up in this murder case. Oh, it starts off by showing you that they are trying to dispose of a body. And then it goes back and you learn who they are, why they're there, who the victim, you don't find out who the victim even was until like the second or third episode Hmm. and (laughs) there's another murder that is related and you don't know till the last episode of the season who actually committed that murder and then yeah there's it's a show that you have to pay close attention to Mm -hmm. otherwise you'll get lost easily (laughs) i think so not a minecraft show uh maybe i watch i play civ 2 while i watch it but okay um, you definitely can't miss something and some, it's nice watching it with someone so you can kind of discuss 
And it's always fun to be like, oh, I think that person did it or whatever, you know. But, and during the episodes, they're also working on like one-off cases that are just contained in that episode. And then there's also scenes in the classroom where the teacher is like talking about a subject based on them trying to get away with this murder because she's trying to help them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, here's why you don't leave the murder weapon at the scene or something like that, you know, or here's if your client did this, here's how to get them, you know, acquitted, even though, you know, this has happened. So it's pretty interesting. There's a lot of like romance themed stuff in it that's totally doesn't interest me at all like love triangles and stuff. And it's just like, okay, get back to the murder stuff, but <laughs> still pretty good. And the last thing was a movie that I just came across on Netflix and the description sounded good called the green Inferno. It's a horror movie. Uh, it's about this group of college kids that are trying to protest and stop these people down in the Amazon rainforest uh-huh. from like destroying. They're like trying to develop this area where there's this primitive tribe. Okay. So they go down to. When does Steven Seagal show up? Uh, he doesn't, oh. but <laughs> they go down there to stop them by, you know, showing on the internet what they're doing and stuff. You gotta love first world people going into third world places well, trying they, to stop. They get captured by the primitive tribe. Oh. And Killed. there are some very gory, disturbing things that happen. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, MJ was getting pretty squeamish. <laughs> but I I thought it was decent. What do you got, DVD? I watched a movie called American Assassin. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Okay. There's a guy that um, has a tragedy happen to him that causes him to want revenge on a terrorist organization. Oh. And in his training over, I can't remember how long it was. It might have been nine months, which didn't seem like long enough. But he gets noticed by the CIA in his training. And when he's trying to culminate in his revenge they kind of break into what he was planning and kill the bad guy themselves which makes them kind of upset then they recruit this guy to be an assassin for the CIA interesting Um, it's really good I highly recommend it it's awesome Um, Hmm. and it seems like the first part when you were about to see the tragedy I could feel it it didn't seem like nothing stood out to your conscious mind of but my unconscious mind is screaming, something bad is going to happen, really bad. <laughs> and it did, and you're like freaked out a little bit. Mm. But I recommend that one. I can't remember if it was on Netflix or Amazon. Mm. But it was muy bueno. I can't remember who the cast is either. There's some people I recognized. Oh, there you go. Uh, Michael Keaton? Yes, that's the guy I recognized. Um. So check out American Assassin. It looks like it's on Netflix. There you go. Ooh. Um, then I we watched the Super Bowl. We already talked about that. 
I watched we? a movie called <laughs> I Spit on Your Grave, which was a, there's a lady that's a writer who goes up into the it's in the South, I think. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, she gets brutally assaulted and raped by these hillbillies. Yes. Yeah. Idiots. Um, and then they think she's dead. But then she's not dead. And she oh. gets her revenge. Uh-huh. And each revenge, each way she kills each of the guys is apropos to how they were involved in the attack. Okay. So, um, it does bring into question people's judgment like I understand you're a writer but going into a strange place all by yourself with <laughs> like nothing maybe buy a dog I don't know <laughs> um, not that you want to blame the victim which you don't um, but yeah she gets hers I guess in the end <laughs> it's been, you said there's sequels yeah I'm not sure I haven't seen the sequels, them but um, if they're along the same vein, it's like okay, we've got the point. It had an actor in it that is in the Fast and the Furious, the original movie. The kind of ADD oh, Vin kid, <laughs> no, the ADD kid. The oh, Jesse Pinkman. Jesse, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he plays a guy that's really slow in this. Yeah, like, um, but he's like in slow motion. No, he's oh. kind of retarded. Oh, okay. And I think the sheriff was somebody I recognized. The actor. Anyway. Roscoe P. Coltrane? Kind of. And then I want to talk about, I watched the State of the Union address, mm-hmm. and there's a really cool part where he introduced this 13-year-old kid that is in a, it's almost like a tech high school or tech school that kind of pushes people towards aviation as a career oh, okay. because he wants to be in the Space Force. Uh-huh. Um, and his great-grandfather was there with him, so they introduced him. He's up in the gallery. Mm-hmm. And he stood up, and his um, great-grandfather had just, December 7th, I think, had his 100th birthday. Oh, wow. And he was mm-hmm. one of the, he's the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, oh wow, cool. Which is really cool. I and just heard a podcast about them. So he he stood up and got the big you know standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Another part, and then they all sat down, and then um, the president went on to some other stuff. And at one point, his great-grandson led the standing ovation, was standing up first and clapping for his Great granddad. Awesome. Um, and the president made him a brigadier general. Oh, wow. Like the day of the... And the 100-year-old guy? Yeah. Cool. And I don't know. If they didn't say which service. Oh, isn't that Army? It was Army Air Corps. It was Army at that point, but now there's oh. Space Force. Maybe he put made him a brigadier general in the Space Force. <laughs> I don't know if they have Probably, the but they, uh, figured out yet for that. <laughs> the the military leaders are all nonpartisan, of course. Right. So through the whole thing, you know, one side standing up clapping, one side's not. But mm-hmm. they were very stoic, except for when this was going on. Then they all gave him a standing ovation. Okay. Nice. They looked all very happy and proud. It was awesome. It was a really cool moment. So I just want to talk about that. I thought that was really cool. I didn't realize there's there's not that many World War II people left. Nope. No. And it's great that was we can hear about them. Almost 80 years ago? Yep. And he fought not only in World War II, he also fought in Korea and Vietnam. Wow. wow. And when he, he had a lot to stand of war and several times, and for a hundred year old, he was pretty spry. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty spry for an old guy. You can see his great grandson <laughs> was like really proud and really yeah, happy. Yeah, bet. Awesome. And his, his whole goal in life is to be in the Space Force. Cool. Which I have no doubt he'll be successful in based on his heritage, which is awesome. That's cool. And that's consumption. I thought of another one I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. Better get to it. Oh, I did also thought of one, but <laughs> I don't know if I should mention it. There's a book I'm reading. Oh. 
but we'd try to stay away from politics and this person oh, okay. has I saw a movie called Replicant. It's a John Claude Van Damme movie. Oh, interesting. Where he is a serial killer and some science people. <laughs> I don't, they have white I can't remember the FBI or not CIA or some other. There's science, anyway, CIA science people? Anyway, they come up, they take some of his, the serial killer's blood and they make a clone of him. I feel like you're not taking this seriously enough. <laughs> <laughs> they make a clone of him that's full grown and so that they can use genetic memory for him to <laughs> figure out how to find the serial killer and Yeah, because that's how it works. Yeah, it was, the science was uh, very... Have, have you seen the tongue-in-cheek Jean-Claude Van Damme TV show? No. Where he plays... JCV himself, but he's a like a CIA person playing an actor. I have not seen that. It's you gotta watch it. <laughs> so after you've seen a couple of his uh, early work movies, you gotta watch it because it makes him so much better. <laughs> so the other main guy, I can't remember the actor's name, but he is in The Walking Dead. He was the sheriff. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, he's the uh, Merle. Yeah. What is that actor's name? I um, should know it. Um, it's not showing the actors. No, it's too not. old. Well, it, it had to. Oh, there it goes. Michael Rooker. Yeah, Michael Rooker. He's a plays the cop, and they have him team up with the clone, who basically was a blank slate. Like they had to teach him. How to stand up and how to sit down. I'm thinking, well, if he doesn't know English, then how does he know? Well, he has genetic memory. <laughs> yeah. You're looking way too closely into this. Anyway, he gets beat. The clone gets beat up quite a bit in this movie. Um, Poor clone. But he can also watch, like, gymnastics and be instantly yeah, good at the, gymnastics, even though genetic the memory. serial killer isn't. Muscle memory is the same as genetic memory. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, 89% of Google users liked it, but it got 27 on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's seriously. I mean, come on. It's it's from 2001. That's not that long ago. (laughs) Yeah, it's not worth watching, though. That's in the 90s TV boom. It's just, if it's based on bad science, it's like, makes it even worse. Don't watch them. It's funny. Don't watch it. (laughs) Don't watch it. Steer clear. Unless you like really, really, really love John Claude Van Damme and want to see him in the movie playing two different roles, one with long hair and one with wasn't short there a Jet oh, Li movie they where actually he did, cloned him? There was a Jet Li movie where he played two people, the, the same person from it was different. The one, yeah, he played right. at more than two realities or something. Yeah, like different timelines. But Rooker in the show was entertaining to watch. Well, he's a good actor. Yeah. Was he the cop you said? His, yeah. Okay. Um, John Clad Van Damme as the clone. Not a good actor. Oh, well. Oh. Well, I if mean, you wanted actors that barely spoke English back then. Yeah, it's <laughs> as like, your well, action stars. In 2001. Why does the clone have the same weird accent as the serial killer? Genetically. They set that up. That's the first thing they set up. They didn't transfer his memories. It's in your DNA. Your memory's in your blood. It does some vampires. Remember, they oh, drink your blood and then they anyway. know all the stuff you know? They could get his DNA, but they couldn't catch him. 
the kid catch his blood when he dripped it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Weren't they afraid of the genetic memory causing the new thing to be a killer? Now they have two of them? Yeah, you would think. They team They've up. never mentioned that? Well, they did go into this whole thing about nurture versus nature. Oh but the guy was getting beat up constantly by Ricker and everybody else. How is he not turning out to be a psychopath? <laughs> and what were they going to do with him when they were done? I don't know. Like, oh, I guess you're on your own now. You leave something in the wild. <laughs> if it goes back to us, it's really ours. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> That's silly. Seems like a lot of uh, plot holes. Should I go back and do my other consumption <laughs> Just kidding. No. <laughs> Should I do my consumption? No. No. You're, well, you've done it already. All right. Nerd, nerd cred? cred. Um, I don't have super nerd cred, but... Super nerd cred! <laughs> I ran into a guy at work that has a podcast, and I told him I had started listening to his podcast, and he said... Is it oh, the off-road one? Yeah. The off-road podcast. Cool. And he said, oh, I've been listening to your podcast, too. Oh, nice. So. Too bad I can't listen to this one. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, anyway, that's mine. Um, so you're going to start doing some more off-roading? So the last time I went off, <laughs> the last time I did real off-roading was in 2011. Whoa, that's a while ago. And I don't want to go by myself. I want to go with someone that knows the trails, but my oh. truck is not in condition to do that anymore. So, Gotcha. I think my time for that has passed. I don't need to know the trails necessarily, but it is good to go in a group. <laughs> I'd like to go with someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Master well, Zed is the one. Yeah, he's t- we talked Or maybe about your friend can take you take you out. If I could be a passenger, that'd be great. That'd be fine. Tell me you'll record it. I have a trail we could ready do a truck. joint podcast. <gasps> maybe if I see him again, I'll bring it up. We could. So this summer, we should all go do an off-road camp out and record a joint podcast. For your birthday? No, for my birthday we're going down to Crane Creek. Wasn't that one of our off-roading places we went through? It was. like three vacations this summer, so I'll see if I can fit it in. Okay. (laughs) I, so LFG is giving away all of his stuff because he's He's either moving moving or committing suicide. (laughs) We're assuming he's moving because that's what he says. And he that was one of my thoughts when we left the first time. Um, what do you want to be called? Frank and I went to um, my cubicle mate. Oh, said he wanted Frank to be his podcast name. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> we went over. And we felt like we were robbed or stealing from him because he'd back a truck up to his garage and start loading his stuff. It's like, no, he's here. Honestly, he said we could have it. But then on the way home, I thought, you know, I hope he's actually got a job. It's <laughs> like, well, that's morbid. I'm sure like, he does. What's well, the one thing you hear when people are giving away your stuff? That you might be worried. Yeah, he does. Anyways, so. he gave me a 3D printer, and I printed something with it. Awesome. It's he just gave a, one to me, but mine's harder to use. It's just Aww. a little cover that goes on the back of the display. But I wanted to print something that was already on the memory card, and that mm. it wasn't too complex. So, yeah, came out good. Mine's awesome. an epoxy printer, so it takes chemicals and stuff. And, oh. But it's better for, like, what I want to do is, like, minifigs and yeah. dice and things. Oh, cool. 
So I am a 3D printer now. I can print in 2D and 3D now. What? Whoa. I can print in 1D. How do you do that? He just draws lines. Oh. <laughs> I can I print in 4D also. I print my name. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> so I talked about my Minecraft construction projects. Um, I was... I'm right now. I'm working this big, huge earthenwork project, where I'm designing like the bulwark around a like a protected city. I'm pretty sure I have my mic on. <laughs> oh boy! I know you do. I'm just pretending like I'm talking, but I'm actually oh, not. Oh yeah, You're mocking me. <laughs> no, I'm mocking myself. It's very large. So yeah, I, have a, I saw it when I got here. I have, I have a. Uh, I found that, that Autodesk actually has a website part that you can upload drawings to. Oh. So they don't have AutoCAD at home. It allows you to view them, and you can even turn layers on and off. Oh. So if you layer them just right, like I have, that's what I do usually. But um, it's taking a lot of time to move around <laughs> to yeah. fill it in. And there's a couple of high spots, and I'm like, oh, dang it. So I've got to dig those out. So <laughs> you want a berm. You don't want something to be higher than your berm. Yeah. Um, I'll probably put the castle we just talked about earlier, if it's on the show, <laughs> next to it. Yeah, and have a road up to it from the, like have it maybe on one of these higher hills, cool. like a protection. But then I even have the street layout that I'm going to put in those buildings. I'll probably build the entire, it's wow. in my world, it's Fandelver, which is a D&D world. Uh, so I actually built Fandelver in there already. Nice. And I did Cat's Lair in there. <laughs> so and I've got a little sticky or a little card. I wrote down the coordinates so I can find them all. <laughs> Um, but it's just on my personal hard drive. I oh. was doing LFG's um, Realm, Realm, which sucks that he hasn't paid for it recently, mm-hmm. and so I can't get into it. And I've built so much yeah, stuff you did. in there; it almost pains me. I, I tried to figure. We tried to figure out how to get me to just take over, so I can just pay for it because I would do that. Yeah, but it doesn't like work that way because he has his login that it's purchased through and. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe right. I'll just send eight dollars a month and have him. <laughs> I can text it to him now, apparently. or just let it go, or just let it go and just start over. Learn your lesson. Out. But I've got, I've got so many Minecraft projects I can do, like plans for, <laughs> and I can lay them out better this time. There you go. Um, and then our mom's birthday was recently. Yep. So I was chatting with her on our portal that we got from them, which was fun. Because she's like life size <laughs> on the TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I decided, well, this would be a great actual way to play D&D with people out of town, like either her or her sister. And um, she mentioned that she likes playing, but she feels like we're just helping her all the time. So She is a huge nerd. I thought, excellent. I said, good, I'm going to buy you a present. So immediately when I got off the off the TV with her... <laughs> <laughs> I told you to never call me on this screen. I went and logged into Amazon and bought her a D&D player handbook and sent it to her. Nice. And she just texted me right before the show saying that she liked it and was grateful that I sent it to her. I tried to buy something on Amazon recently. Did I you? tried to buy the next book in the oh. Song of Ice and Fire, and it instead of coming in the paperback size like I was expecting, it came it's in a gigantic paperback size. Cool. In Braille? I sent it back. Oh, 
It's not the same size as my other ones. It doesn't fit. <laughs> it's like twice as big. But I can read it without my glasses on. So oh. from now on, I'm going to check here. the dimensions of books before I buy <laughs> them. Because it's like, why am I getting such a... So then uh, we're like, oh, well, maybe... It's a different language. So we, we decide, well, well let's go to translate it and go to this little pirate bookstore in town and see if they have it. Mm-hmm. They had it, but it was the huge He's, size. That's it's like, they what have. the heck? That's the one they made. There was a, a mishap so. up there. I so. couldn't find <laughs> anything else on Amazon that was smaller. That's it's like it's weird. <laughs> what the crap? Yeah. The giant version. <laughs> guess I'll never find out what happens to Brienne. You can always just, just read the dies. big one and then sell it huh? to the next sap that buys it. <laughs> well, I don't want to pull that thing out on the ferry and trying to read it. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Gigantic thing. Anyway. They should turn books into like have a printed out page for each page that's like a word search. So you could just <laughs> circle words. You're weird. <laughs> we already knew that. <laughs> Alright, we did a poll on Facebook. It was, which patch emulates the Air Force Space Command patch best? And then... Uh, in the comments. In the comments put. is the Space Command patch, which has the delta over the Earth with two orbiting things. And some stars. And some and the stars moon. and the moon in the background. It says Air Force Space Command below it on a scroll. And our two options for the poll were the new Space Force one with the delta over the Earth with the thing in orbit with stars, or the United Federation of Planets Starfleet Command logo, which is the Starfleet insignia insignia with the star cut out in the middle with something kind of looking like it's leaving orbit with stars in the background. So, from some of the research I did, it seems like the shape for the Star Trek logo is basically the shape of on the NASA, but yep. sideways. Right. Oh, so. I thought it was based on like the shape of a warp field or something. But I like how the swoop <laughs> attaches to one of the dots that separates the text. Oh that's yeah. A good, that's, oh, that's that is cool. So the Starfleet command patch is pretty cool, but I think. Well, yeah. I mean, the Space Force one ones. obviously came from the Space well, Command. The the deltas aren't the same. I mean, one's a they're pretty close. And, no, I mean from the star, oh the, the star fleet. One. Yeah, it's not a delta. But it's... the delta on the space force one has been part of the air force and different things for for a long time. Yeah. So anyway, seventy seven percent voted space force and twenty three percent voted. Star I'm mostly fleet just command. disappointed that nerds that like Star Trek apparently don't like just immediately jump on something because it's like. I don't know. And they didn't do any research to see right. anything. The a little bit of research and you figure out, oh, this isn't a ripoff of Star Trek. No. But in this outrageous <laughs> society. Like outrageous. Yeah, I think I mentioned last time about the news article I tried to read that was just a headline. There was no story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> anyway. I like them both. Yeah. Um, I would hope that eventually we'd end up in a Star Trek type world. Yeah, replicators would be nice. Oh yeah, except like transporters would be. Cool. I get stressed out trying to make decisions, <laughs> so I try to limit the number of decisions I have to make. So like when I 
hang my clothes up, I always hang them on the right and take from the left. You could always... No, it's the other way. Hang them <laughs> on the left, take from the right. And it's like deciding if you have unlimited options on what to eat for every meal. That's easy. Computer, pick food for me. That I'd have to do that. Surprise me. Surprise me. You're married. You wouldn't oh, get to pick your own food anyway. Oh, that's true. For me, but you wouldn't have to eat the same thing. For me, a lot of times, I, I'm craving something right. in particular throughout the day. So when I get home, I'm like, let's have this for dinner. Okay, cool. Let's do it. You could do kind of weird things, too. Mm-hmm. Like you could do like hot strawberry milk with marshmallows or something. That would be weird. You could just be like, I want baked Alaska. Or what the I, heck I want is baked that? Hawaii. It's dessert with like ice cream and... I want strawberry pineapple upside down cake today. See, my problem is I'd probably end up eating too much junk. Like, yeah, but sweets. they could bake it taste good and be good for you. Oh, if, if they do that, then that's fine. Well, you could just eat in a eat it in a holodeck and then just leave, and then uh, <laughs> it <go>. disappears. <laughs> I think it, the food anymore. in the holodeck is actually replicated. Though. You think so? I think I heard that somewhere. Where does it go? Your stomach after it's. The like the leftovers, yeah. When you turn it off, there's not food on the floor. It I know it just disapparates it. But if you're, you, how does it do that? And not you, because you're real. You're a real boy. But if you'd say the programming, real, if the food was replicated. if you turned off the uh, the safety protocols, you get it food poisoning. Oh, that'd be funny. Well, it, the holodeck knows it didn't create you. <laughs> It's, but it probably could just disintegrate you if it wanted to. Sophia works that if they wanted to like kill all the engineers, they wouldn't have to like shoot them. They'd just put out free food that's poisoned. <laughs> it's like I'm not buying anything or eating anything you put out. From like now they on. were labeled poison donuts, and they still, <laughs> still ate, ate them. them. Yeah, it's probably you just had a- two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our, if- our poll this week should be: Do you like the show with bold or without bold? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Make, I'll make so, so now that we've mentioned it several times, even well, though you were, even though say Jimmy didn't want us to mention it, and I was just it. laughing because I was the one that did it before, and I felt really stupid and bad. Well, and you, guys I'm, you guys didn't take it easy on me. I don't think I usually check our levels and make sure the mics are on. But well, we make we need to maybe just not turn our mics off ever. Yeah, there's no reason to turn them off. We're unplugging them, okay. anyways. I usually check, but I was so. Yeah, you got a trying to get thing. my pop filter to fit right. So the beginning hour of this episode, probably Mr. Pold sounded weird because his mic was not on. Weirder than normal. Or he just cut me out altogether. Yeah. You decide. Oh, just kidding. That's <laughs> <laughs> the pull down. <laughs> pull. With or without Pold. Do you think St. Jimmy left Mr. Pold in, in or, or out. took him out? <laughs> Guess we'll ah, just, pop filter. <laughs> just take the part that he's doing now and just splice parts of it to the rest <laughs> of the show. <laughs> so you should move your pop filter to the other side so that take me to the others. The ours are both coming off the bottom. Mine is coming off, so the force of yeah, gravity is keeping it screwed in, rather than your way, which is not so the good way. Think of- I didn't set this up. <laughs> All right. If you want to contact us and tell us about your pop filter problems, it's a pop filter, not a pee filter. I'll just hold it. <laughs> just hook it on like your ear or something. Um, we can s- hook it to the ceiling. Just have it drop straight down. Send an email to show at gmail dot com, or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Show. 
and check out our website, theengineerdyshow.com, where you can see our pictures, subscribe to our website so you get notifications when there's a new episode, and check out our shop to get an Engineerdy Show t-shirt. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. I'm in danger. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's not normal. You haven't and always shall be my friends. Live long and nerdy. Weirdos. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell. Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again What the heck was that from? <laughs> Those <are> Simpsons <laughs> The little dirty kid and the dorky kid Oh man I choo-choo-choose you Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.